Welcome to Torah Talk, a program that challenges 2,000 years of misunderstanding and neglect of the Torah, God's law. In this show, we will be threshing ideologies by examining these scriptures in their Hebraic contexts. Our goal is to separate the wheat from the chaff, the truth from misconception. This program is sponsored by The Harvest, a Messianic Charismatic Congregation in Thornton, Colorado. Shalom, lovers of the Torah. Thank you for choosing to listen to Torah Talk. I am your host, Pastor Mark. In this show, I will address three popular and widespread Christian myths concerning the law or Torah. These myths are rooted in almost 2,000 years of anti-Semitism and disdain for the Torah. The sad legacy of the church is clearly seen in how it is generally viewed and treated the Jewish people for nearly two millennia. Much of this has recently started to turn around. The Christian church is waking up to discover that her roots are in the Jewish people and the Judaism of their most illuminated person, Jesus of Nazareth. They are realizing that it is somewhat a mental disorder to hate the Jews when they profess to love and follow the Jewish Messiah. As they shake themselves from the spell and seduction of anti-Semitism and scorn for the Torah, we see that they are not only falling in love with the Jewish people, but also becoming Israel's strongest friends and supporters. This is very hopeful, even inspiring. We pray that it continues to move and even accelerate in healing the injustice and wounds of the past as it comes into a proper relationship with the very people and nation that God has chosen for himself, Israel. Torah Talk is committed to helping Christians understand the Jewish roots of their faith and to return to them decisively and with passion and humility. Part of that journey is to realize the myths that the church has embraced over many hundreds of years and to replace them with the truth of the matter. This is the path to freeing herself from the evil of anti-Semitism and the curse of neglecting and even rejecting the Torah as the revelation of God to those whom he is redeeming. So here we are, three Christian myths about the law or Torah. Number one, Jesus came to do away with the law. Number two, the law or Torah is not relevant in this new age brought about by the new covenant. Number three, religious leaders who teach us that grace has replaced the law are to be honored and exalted as great teachers. Now, these three myths are well entrenched in Christianity. Thankfully, due to the reemergence of Messianic Judaism, these myths are beginning to show signs of crumbling. We are one of many organizations dedicated to bring down these Goliaths so that Christians can return to the roots of their faith, and re-embrace Israel as the chosen and treasured people of God. So without further ado, let's expose the myths and sling a stone right between the eyes of these giant lies. And as they fall, let's answer the call to return to Israel, the mother of us all. All right. Well, that was my stab at poetry, and 
That's why I don't do poetry. But regardless, let's jump into our text. Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. I figured, you know, these myths have been longstanding and we could spend a lot of time and and build a tremendous case that would expose them as myths and dismiss them. But I don't have a lot of time to do that, so I thought I'd just jump right into the fray and go right for the jugular uh, of these three myths. So I'm going to start with the words of Jesus himself. I'm going to start with Jesus the Messiah. And I think that Jesus the Messiah himself categorically, explicitly dismisses these three longstanding myths. And if we're going to be followers of Yeshua, it's important to identify the myths and to dismiss the myths and to establish the truth, embrace it, live it, and then share it with others. Here we go. Ready? Myth number one, Jesus came to do away with the law. Matthew chapter five, verse 17. Jesus speaking, do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill. Bam. There you go. I mean, that's pretty clear right there. I didn't come to do away with the law or the prophets. I did not come to destroy the law or the prophets. I came to fulfill them. And the law and the prophets are are a reference to the Tanakh. It's a reference to the writings of Moses, along with all the other writings in the Tanakh. And he says, I didn't come to abolish the Tanakh. I came to fulfill it. And it's very important here to understand what he's saying. He's, he's a young rabbi from Galilee. He's making his way through Israel, and he's gaining a tremendous following. And other religious leaders, of course, in their, in their concern, jealousy, envy, whatever, they begin to spread a rumor that, Actually, this young rabbi is misinterpreting Moses's words and thereby abolishing the Torah. And and that was a common phrase that was used in relationship to those who taught Torah. And so, you know, in in any particular Torah school in the first century, you might have uh, the students midrashing and interpreting the words of Moses and, 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 and positing different ideas about what Moses meant when he said whatever he said. And as they, as they came up with their interpretations, if they hit the mark, the rabbis would, would clap their hands and exclaim, you, you have fulfilled the Torah by correctly interpreting the Torah. You now give rise to a correct application. You did a good job. You, you have fulfilled it. But if you came up with a really kind of, uh, 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 you know, misrepresentation of what Moses was saying or meaning, uh, rather, uh, they would, they would, they would accuse you of abolishing the Torah because you missed the mark. You did not interpret him correctly. And if you didn't, if you misinterpreted him, then there's no way to understand what he really meant in your interpretation. Therefore, you can't apply what he instructed us to apply. In effect, you had removed the possibility of fulfilling the Torah. In effect, you had destroyed the Torah. You had abolished the Torah. And so you would be accused of that. And so when he says, do not think that I came to abolish, what he's saying is this, my interpretation of Moses is rock solid. I'm bringing out the fullest meaning that Moses intended for us to know and to understand. I came to actually bring clarity to his words and thereby fully establish his words so that we can apply those words to our lives. 
I've come to establish the Torah, not do away with it. So there falls myth number one. Myth number two, the law or Torah is not relevant in this new age that's been brought about by the new covenant. And, and, and it basically says, you know, Jesus ushered in the new covenant. And now that we're under the new covenant, the law is no longer relevant. And so that's, that's the idea behind that myth. Uh, well, I think Jesus had to say something about that as well. Let's look at the next verse, Matthew 5, 18. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. So we got two things here that have to take place before the law or the Torah is done away with. Ready? Number one, heaven and earth have to pass away. And, and see, that's not going to happen until the end of human history. When God ushers in a new heavens and a new earth, replacing or transcending this natural earth and universe that we live in. So heaven and earth have to pass away first. The next thing we notice in the passage is not the smallest stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished, not the smallest letter or stroke. So the second thing that has to happen is everything has to be accomplished first before any of the text is tampered with. So the heavens and earth, they have to pass away and, 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 and everything has to be accomplished as well. And I would, I would, I would say it this way. Once everything is accomplished, then heaven and earth will pass away, making room or making way for the new heavens and the new earth. So my point is simply this, there is much in the Tanakh and there is much in the apostolic scriptures which has not yet been fulfilled. There are prophecies concerning the Messiah and what he's going to do in relationship to the consummation of the kingdom of God that have not yet been accomplished. And until those are accomplished, not one letter, the smallest letter or stroke, shall pass away from the Torah until that happens. And, and so the Torah remains established by Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, and will continue to be relevant for our lives until all is accomplished. Until the new heavens and the new earth roll in, the Torah has been established by the Messiah himself, and not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass away until that, is, it, until that time comes. And the, and the smallest stroke that's interesting is talking about the decorative strokes uh, of, the, of the Hebrew script. And Jesus is saying, you know what, not even the decorative strokes meant to beautify the script are going to be tampered with in my interpretation. If anything, it's heightened, it's beautified, it's clarified. So it's an amazing, powerful, bold statement that he makes, which dismisses categorically myth number two, that the Torah is not relevant anymore. It's just like over in terms of Jesus, that myth dies. Okay, let's go to the third myth. Religious leaders who teaches that grace has replaced the law or the Torah are to be honored and exalted as great teachers. We call them grace teachers. It's this, this hyper view of grace that, that all there is is grace and the law has been done away with, or we no longer have any relationship to the law and the law is not relevant. It's just grace, 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 grace. 
And, and these teachers are celebrated and exalted. And, and, you know, when you look at who is celebrating and exalting them, well, you can connect the dots and understand why we're living in some of the uh, worst, worst times in our history in terms of lawlessness, in terms of immorality and sensuality, uh, you know, greed and lust. Well, let me tell you something. We're at an all-time high uh, diving into those realms. Um, so this grace thing is a real popular thing right now. And uh, people are today, especially in pop Christianity, they're really just uh, exalting and honoring these teachers of grace. The question is, is are they the ones that are supposed to be exalted? No, I think that's a myth. And I think Jesus addresses that myth in the next verse. Verse 19, he says, Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. So whoever's teaching results in one of the least of these commandments being annulled, being set aside, becoming irrelevant. He says, you're least in the kingdom, Mr. or Mrs. Teacher, you religious leaders, you who teach the Bible. If you're teaching results in one of these commandments being diminished, you're least in my kingdom. On the other hand, whoever keeps and teaches others, even the least of the commandments, but whoever keeps and teaches others my commandments, he or she will be called great in the kingdom. So according to Jesus, this myth that religious leaders who teach us the grace message, that it's replaced the law of the Torah, and they're to be honored, he's saying, no, actually, no. I want you to exalt those who are teaching my Torah, my commandments, not just grace. And grace is essential to the message and kingdom of Yeshua, but isolated from the law. It is not in balance. And so he's saying here, you need to teach all that I've given to you, not one aspect of it. And if you begin to eliminate different areas that I've told you to teach, you will be called least in my kingdom. So let me just read the text straight through, and then we'll make some conclusions and applications. Matthew 5, 17 through 19, Jesus speaking. Do not think that I came to abolish the law or the prophets. I did not come to abolish, but to fulfill for truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or stroke shall pass from the law until all is accomplished. Whoever then annuls one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same shall be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever keeps and teaches them, he shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. There you have it. So Jesus did not come to do away with the Torah. Au contraire, he came to bring out its fullest meaning and thereby establish it for all who love God. And I'm telling you, it will endure until this cosmos is renewed and replaced by the new heavens and the new earth to come. Your status in the kingdom 
is directly related to your value of and for the Torah or law of God. Those who teach that any of it has been done away with are least in the kingdom, even if they have a Ph.D. from a prestigious seminary. Those who honor and teach the Torah as a lifestyle for the believer, they shall be called the greatest in the kingdom, whether they have a Ph.D. or lack a formal accredited degree. So, hey, religious teachers, are you a great teacher or not so great one? If you are one of the least, it's not too late to change that and become one of the great teachers in his kingdom. Your legacy is waiting for you to establish it. Return to a love of the Torah today. Return to a commitment to teach all of the word of God, not just a part of it, all of it. Well, that concludes our program for this week. And a special thanks to our great King, Yeshua the Messiah, our listeners and supporters for making this podcast possible through your prayers and financial giving. Thank you. Know that in your prayers and giving, you are partnering with us as we advance the kingdom of Messiah in Israel, the United States, and throughout the world. We are a highly rated and listened to Messianic podcast on iTunes under the category of Judaism. Subscribe now. Pray with us. Give financially. Share the vision and power of this podcast with everyone you know. Baruch Hashem. Blessed be the name of the Lord. I'm your host, Pastor Mark. And until our next show, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace in the name of the Prince of Peace, Yeshua, the Messiah. Shalom. Torah Talk has been brought to you by The Harvest a Messianic Charismatic Congregation located at 8891 Hose Boulevard in Thornton, Colorado. Your host has been Pastor Mark McClellan. Join us for Sabbath services at 1 p.m. next Saturday afternoon. For more information, please call us at 303-761-9948 or visit our website at www dot grafted in that's g-r-a-f-t-e-d-i-n dot com god bless you and shalom